Today on Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne in Melbourne, Florida. You're trying to have one foot in the world and serve God with one foot. You cannot do it. It's impossible. And man, do we see that? We're going to see that more and more and more with our country. Listen to this. It's a smorgasbord religion. A little Christianity, a little Buddhism. Mix in some New Age. Add some Judaism. Of course, today you got to add Islam. And it's all okay. But it is not. You can't do that. You must serve God and God alone. The primary truth cannot be altered. God is the only way. Jesus is the only way to God. When a person is confronted with the truth about their need for salvation, there are two choices. Surrender to God and follow Him, or reject Him and turn away. It sounds black and white, but many people get stuck in the gray. That area where there is repentance, but the person is still hanging on to some part of their old life. Don't get caught in that trap, because the longer you rebel in that area, the more difficult it will be to surrender it. As we'll see today in Second Chronicles, when Manasseh first becomes the king of Judah, his ways are deeply evil. By the time he repents, a precedent has already been set, and the people will cling to some of their old ways. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now let's join Pastor Mark in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 32, verse 33, with our continuing study entitled, The Ups and Downs of Life. You don't invite people here to see a man or an orchestra or a choir or whatever. You invite them here to meet God. Because that's the solution to our problems tonight. Now, verse 32. The other events of Hezekiah's reign and the acts of devotion are written in the, in the vision of the prophet Isaiah. When we get to Isaiah, we'll read more of this again and remind you again. Why, why would God put this three times in the Bible? Come on, God. Where's your memory? He puts it three times in the Bible because what? Where's our memory? That's the problem. Verse 33. Hezekiah rested with his fathers on the hill. Now, Chapter 33. Manasseh, his son, was 12 years old when he became king. Now he reigned some, co-reigned with Hezekiah. And he reigned in Jerusalem, long time here, 55 years. You'd be surprised at the next verse. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places that his father Hezekiah had demolished. He also erected altars to the Baals and made Asheroth poles. He bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. Now, just to show you how the Bible fits together, look at Deuteronomy 4.19. Look at God said. This is, this is a command to the children of Israel. And when you look up to the sky... And see the sun and the moon and the stars and all the heavenly array. Do not be enticed into bowing down to them and worshiping things the Lord your God has apportioned to all the nations under heaven. So God had warned, don't play around with the stars. You play around with me, the maker of the stars. Here we go. This is known, but here Manasseh, 
was going to do exactly opposite of what God wanted. Verse 4, he built altars in the temple of the Lord, on which the Lord had said, My name will remain in Jerusalem forever. In both courts of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to all the starry hosts. He sacrificed his sons in the fire in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, practiced sorcery, divination, witchcraft, and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, provoking him to anger. So here you see again, look at verse 6. Is anything in verse 6 being practiced today on our televisions? Yes. Notice, he practiced sorcery, trying to gain power from the 